Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Kristen's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com for all your vacation needs. Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com Have her book your magical vacation today. We be Geeks Network Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together from all walks of life. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen and Bubba are your guides on this culinary adventure. People are going to line up for miles around just to get a taste of my food. Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice as it relates to Disney dining. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. From quick service to fine dining, you'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney podcast. I am your host, Kristen. With me is future Club 33 member and restaurant guru, Bubba. <laughs> how you doing, I love Bubba? How you say that. I'm doing awesome. <laughs> doing great. I love how you say that. It just it makes me smile every time. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we've got your holiday show. We're going to be discussing all kinds of holiday eating when it comes to Disneyland and Disney World. So, Bubba, you recently went to the parks and tried some of the the new delicious food that you guys have for the holidays, right? Yes, I did. They have uh, something called the Festival of Holidays, uh, which kind of is like the food and wine festival. It's a little bit different. Um, there's no, uh, you know, stuff for APs or anything like that. This is basically new foods that they were implementing into the park. And I don't know where where these will be. There's a lot more food stands than there were at uh, Food and Wine Festival. And they're literally starting all the way from Carte Circle, going all the way down to uh, uh, basically down all the way by World of Color. Wow. Uh, past little, yeah, all the way to Little Mermaid, basically. So, yeah, there's a lot of boots, a lot of drinks, a lot of wine, a lot of beer that they're uh, wanting everybody to try out. So, of course, I had to go and see for myself the yummy delights that they have there. So, I tried probably eight different items. What's weird about this time is that usually the main entrees were around six fifty dollars at Food and Wine Festival. This year, they bumped them up $2. So, a lot of the stuff was eight fifty. dollars A lot of the wow. desserts stayed, yeah, a lot of the desserts stayed the same price around $3.50, $4, but... The higher items were around eight fifty, which um, I did, still did try some. And uh, like I said, there's cheese around fifteen different booths, all with different beer, food, all have their different themes. So the ones that I tried, the Heritage Cottage booth, which had the braised beef short rib with smashed potatoes and sorbratin sauce. This is a Weird type of sauce that actually I've never tried before. It's hard to describe it, but 
it went perfectly. That braised short beef rib that they gave you was about, you know, good size, about that big on top of, uh, says mashed potatoes, but I'm going to call them mashed potatoes. And that was probably one of the top things that I've had in my, uh, uh, the, out of eating everything. The top entree was probably that. The braised rib was so tender, so moist. Uh, it just melted right in my mouth. It was very cold that day too, so I was afraid everything I was bringing out was going to get cold quick. And it was raining the day I went to California Adventures too, so. Um, oh, wow. Luckily they, yeah, luckily they had everything, a lot of canopies and uh, umbrellas for you to sit under while you're enjoying everything. But um, yeah, the braised short, that sauce that went on top of it, it kind of made it a little bit sweeter, which is what I love right there. And that complemented the whole, the mashed potatoes, kind of like a little uh, thin gravy that went on your mashed potatoes too. But that braised short beef rib was excellent. I highly recommend it. If, um, I believe this ends uh, at the beginning of January. So you still have a chance to go out there and try all these items I'm about to describe for you. So this was at the Heritage Cottage at Southern Home Holiday or Southern Holiday Homes. This was one of my favorite desserts, the sweet potato pie with candied pecans. Oh, it was so delicious. The crust was so, was like graham cracker crust. <laughs> the sweet potato filling was so uh, just sweet, perfect, perfect amount of sweetness to it. And then um, candy pecans on top. That basically was the pie topper. It was just basically a candy pecan, pe candy pecan pie, in my opinion. And uh, that they put a little uh, type of weird uh, whipped cream uh, on it. I don't know what it was. I couldn't find it on any of the descriptions, and I never asked anybody. But um, that also complemented the uh, the sweet potato pie and the candy pecans. They also had a southern macaroni uh, mac and cheese with jalapeno cornbread. The mac and cheese, excellent. How was the it. jalapeno cornbread? That was horrible in my opinion even my wife was like this is not good at all i mean with cornbread crumbles i'm expecting to be a little bit soft i uh, know not too hard but what they put on top of it was like hard as a rock so it was more like croutons so I, than it was more like a it wasn't even a, like more like a stale crouton in my opinion oh no yeah that's and awful. um you know so we i tried eating it and i'm like i, I can't i mean i could taste the jalapeno but you know it, I kind of, we scooped it off. My wife, Taylor, just like, okay, I'm just scooting this off. But the mac and cheese was very good. Um, it did, some of that item, they kind of served a little bit warm. It wasn't hot, piping hot. But um, like I said, you can't go wrong with mac and cheese. Uh, the last mac and cheese at the Food and Wine Festival, the uh, smoked chicken mac and cheese. Nothing will ever top that, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, this was a good treat. I just could have done without the jalapeno cornbread crumbles on top of that at a uh, winter slider land. Um, I had the praline praline and bourbon whoopie pie. Um, I love whoopie pies. They're very good. This one right here. It's not on the top of my list, but man, was that bourbon strong. If you have two of these, do not drive home because you're, oh, really? Oh, my wife tried one bite and she's like, you know gave that look as you know like wow and so i try to bite a bit of course and i'm like that's a lot of bourbon taste to it a lot i wow. couldn't really taste the praline uh but yeah the 
but it was still, in my opinion, it was still really good. Uh, way too much bourbon for my wife, in my, in her opinion. But you know, I, I'm, I kind of like bourbon a little bit. So, but it was overpowering. But in my book, it was still a great dessert to have. Uh, at Yuletide Yummies, they had a mini turkey pot pie with the cranberry drizzle. I had this later in the night, uh, and was not a huge fan of the crust on the outside of the pot pie, but a huge fan of the uh, turkey, the cranberry drizzle that was on top. They they basically covered the whole top with the drizzle. And oh, really? Yeah. I do. Oh, by the way, I do have pictures of uh, everything that I tried. Um, I think I posted some on the Dining at Disney uh, Facebook page, but I do have them on my uh, uh, Instagram, which uh, is big underscore Bubba underscore B, which we'll get to later again. But all these, are, so you can take a look at everything that I tried. You'll see the drizzle that is on top. They put a lot of it on there, which was still very good, but um, the filling inside, very disappointing. It was very dry. Uh, I didn't taste any turkey in my pot pie. Um, and it, that I could have done with a lot more filling in my opinion. It was just a lot what of was crust. Wrong with the, what was wrong with the crust? The, um, the crust, it was very thick. So oh, okay. it's, yeah, a little bit too thick for, uh, you know, for a mini turkey pot pie. Um, and it's just, like I said, not enough filling on the inside. I don't even know if I had a piece of turkey in my Popeye. I was trying to look for it, but I couldn't find it. I found peas. I found a little bit of a carrot and onion, but I couldn't find any turkey. So I was a little bit disappointed in this. I, I love Popeyes. I used to work at a restaurant that specializes in uh, <laughs> turkey and chicken Popeyes. So this one, a little bit of a disappointment, but the cranberry drizzle kind of helped it a little bit. I did love that drizzle a lot. We also had the Linzer tart. My wife really wanted to try it. She wasn't a huge fan of the outside crust. The edges were very hard, but once you got towards the middle, it was starting to get a little bit moist. Um, and it, the inside filling was, uh, oh, I forgot what it was. It was more like a little like a, a dark raspberry type blueberry filling, but that was really good. If you had a bite with the, with the outside of it, um, it was very good. Uh, but like I said, the edges were very hard and rough. Um, I'm also hearing like a lot of complaints that, you know, sometimes the food isn't coming out warm enough. It's coming out cold. So, you know, they really got to step up their game and making sure that this food is nice and fresh for everybody. You're paying top dollar for these little tiny portions. So you want to yeah. make sure everything is, you know, Disney standard, in my opinion. So a little bit of a disappointment with the tart. The Mosaic Delights, they had, uh, I did try a dessert there with my wife, the baklava with pistachios. We love baklava, and my wife's, uh, my mother-in-law, she makes a great baklava every Christmas. This one was really good. I never had one with pistachios before, and it was yummy. Nice, the phyllo dough was, you know, nice and crisp, uh, and the inside, the filling, it was very, it was perfect. The pistachios, I've never had baklava with pistachios. That's something that I really want to uh, get my wife to maybe make or my, mo or my mother-in-law. <laughs> that. That'd be great. And then the final item I tried was at the uh, Abuelita's Kitchen, which was the beef and cheese tamale. It's Christmas time. Of course, I have to have a tamale. 
especially if it's a Disney tamale. I definitely have to try that. But uh, that was very good beef and cheese tamale with the red chili sauce. And I believe they serve that tamale at uh, Rancho del Zocalo this season, too. Oh, um, nice. I'll, yeah. Uh, you know, the filling, too, there was a lot of filling. I was expecting a lot of masa because. You know, usually with, um, you know, when people sell tamales like this, if they're not being homemade, they're a lot of uh, masa and less of the filling inside. But not with this. It was actually everything rationed out perfect. Just the right amount of masa, just the right amount of filling. And the red chili sauce complemented it very well on top of it. And everything was presented very nice. So the presentations of every item was still on top. Disney definitely knows how to present food. Um, you know, just when it comes to, you know, feeding everybody, we just want to make sure it's nice and fresh and we're getting top dollar for it. But, uh, like I said, there's a lot more food you guys have to try out if you do decide to go to this, uh, festival of holidays at Disney California. And not only that, there's a lot of, uh, events too, that are surrounding it. They have a different type of parade, different meet and greets, something for the annual pass holders, a little booth that you can take pictures. Uh, oh, that's cool. And, yeah, they'll give you a button, you know, with the Festival of Holiday AP button. Um, I wish they sold the pass that they did at Food and Wine Festival where, you know, you got the little clip things and, you know, turn it in like that. Because, you know, with them raising the price to eight fifty per item on the dishes, it kind of a, it kind of stretches everybody's pocket out. So you can only try like maybe one or two things sometimes, depending if you have a big family too. So Yeah, it adds but, uh, a other than that, Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So, you know, it, but it was still great. Um, I'm hoping they can continue with these type of festivals. Maybe they'll do, uh, you know, hopefully a spring festival and then right back to, you know, keep doing something that gets people into Disney California because a lot of people are starting to turn away from it because of the disappointment of Tower Terror leaving, which in my opinion needs to go. Um, and, uh, that was so we were almost going to do the world of color dessert party too but last minute we decided not to and i'm glad we didn't because they canceled world of color that night because of technical difficulties but i think it was Aww. because of the rain but i think it was because of the rain it started raining around a little 9 30 10 o'clock and uh but we've watched it in the rain before but we almost did that dessert party but we didn't so now with these menu items that you tried if you, if, if I was going to go and I was going to have one entree and one dessert, which would you recommend to me? My top two, the braised beef short rib with the uh, smashed potatoes and the, the sweet potato pie with candy pecans. Those are the two top dishes, you know, the, the main, the entree dish and the dessert dish. Top dishes, in my opinion, that I've tried. Um, why even the beer they even had beer i I'll highly suggest the mosaic ipa from uh i just blacked out on red uh, not the red trolley but uh i forgot the carl, name strauss? Of the, carl strauss thank you carl strauss mosaic ipa i did have that beer when i saw it at one of the booths i'm like i have to have that and uh i think i had it with the uh two which was um you know hit the spot uh and they do have a lot of wines too. I didn't try any wine. I'm not a big wine drinker. I'll drink some wine sometimes, but beer was one of my, uh, that beer was, it's still one of my favorites, the Mosaic IPA from Carl Strauss. But yeah, braised short beef rib and the sweet potato pie with candy pecans. 
top and dishes from the. I recommend getting the beer with the bra- braised beef short ribs. Because I mean, yeah, sauerbraten sauce beer. is a German sauce. So it yeah, it's it was yeah sauerbraten really is a German good. dish. It was really good. I loved it on top of the the mashed potatoes and the rib. And it, and it kind of soaked into the rib, too. As you cut the rib open, it would go into the rib and kind of seep into there. And uh, just, yeah, it made, mwah, that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's head over to Epcot and talk about some Disney World holiday dining uh, for a little bit. And then I know you've got some more holiday stuff over at Disneyland to talk about. But this year, they decided to do something new and different at Epcot for the holidays. And they're doing what's called Holidays Around the World. And it will take place through December 30th. And there's various stops. So, in, for example, Germany, there's an artisan cheese plate. Uh, also, Sauerbraten with red cabbage and Spatzel. Some of the drinks include alcoholic ciders, William's Punch, which is served hot, Caramel Kiss, which features Werther's Caramel, and one of my favorite things, Glühwein, which if you're unfamiliar with it, it is a house-made hot spiced wine, and it is delicious. It is sold everywhere in Germany in the Christmas markets. It is one of the coolest things, and each place has its its own little specialty mug. So I've got a collection of them. So like one, it has the year. I don't I don't remember what year I was in Nuremberg, maybe 2013. And it's the Nuremberg mug. And each year these mugs change. So in every destination you go to, whether it's Cologne, Munich, um, any of those places, you name it, they're going to have their own special mug for their own Christmas market. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a really cool souvenir to get to keep. Um, I wish Disney was doing something like that. That would be a, a cool thing for Disney to do. Uh, I would definitely buy one. But uh, so that's that's over in Germany. And then if you're looking for American food, they have what they're calling American Holiday Table. That's at the American Adventure Pavilion. They're going to be serving slow roasted turkey with stuffing, mashed potatoes, and cranberry sauce. Seared pork tenderloin with green bean casserole roasted sweet potato wedges, and a champagne demi-glaze. For drinks, there's Shipyard Eggnog White Porter Aged on Bourbon. That is a mouthful. That is very That is interesting. I would try that bourbon in a heartbeat, though. Eggnog White Porter. Huh. I bet that's really strong. Oh, I uh, Fire Nog. Which, this sounds cool, eggnog with fireball whiskey. I was going to say that. Does that have fireball in there by chance? <laughs> I almost want to try that. That sounds, that sounds kind of that I'm sounds a kind of cool. fireball. That tail. Uh, <laughs> Great American Wine Company Red Blend and their Chardonnay. There's hot chocolate, eggnog, and cocoa Cocoa candy cane, which is a hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps. So mm. uh, definitely have a handful of drinks for those of us that are 21 and older. <laughs> they have what's called Alpine House, and they've located that between Morocco and France. There you can have duck confit, dumplings, and roasted Brussels sprouts with a fig reduction. 
cheese fondue in a bread bowl with fresh steamed vegetables in soccer tort, a chocolate cake with apricot jam and dark chocolate glaze. Then for drinks, you have frozen winter spice hot chocolate featuring twinings of London tea. There is an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic version available. They have what's called Weingut Strat Krems Gruner Vetliner White Wine and Heinrich Red Blend. Like how That's I was able to say all that? That was about to say. <laughs> so studying a little bit of German is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely some interesting things there. They did do a cocktail with Twining's Tea during the Food and Wine Festival, and it was awesome. It was a chai that they did, and it was one of my favorite drinks that I got to try. So uh, I'm sure this is going to be just as awesome as uh, that was. There's a seasonal Southern Delight, and that's going to be near the World Showcase Plaza. There's going to be Hoppin' John, which is black-eyed peas, ham hock, and kale with rice and cornbread crumbles. Blackened catfish with white cheddar grits with okra, tomato, and onion stew. That sounds really good. Wow. Oh, white cheddar grits. I love, love cheese grits. And a chocolate pecan tart. For drinks, there's a frozen s'mores and Central 28 beers will be featured. Then, last but not least, is uh, Feast of the Three Kings. And this is going to be near the World Showcase Plaza. And it pays homage, of course, to Three Kings Day, which takes place in a lot of Latin countries, Spain, Caribbean, places like that. And they're going to have a shredded beef tamale with avocado crema, roasted pork with mashed yuca and pickled green bananas, and three king's bread. For drinks, they have what's called a coquito. It's a coconut milk. And then there's also an option where you can get that with a rum floater as well. Um, and then... At Fountain View uh, Restaurant, there's a Mickey Santa cupcake. There's chocolate honey baklava in Morocco. They're doing, uh, I believe it's pronounced pantioni. It's an Italian Christmas cake in Italy that you can get. Um, in France, they're going to have a gingerbread ice cream and bouche de Noël, which is the um, Yule log, the chocolate Yule log that you see. Yeah. And then a... Uh, in China, they're going to have a pai cha. It's a Beijing-style fried donut twist with sesame. Mm. And last but not least, in Mexico, you can have a guava tamale. Mm. Ooh, wow. That makes me hungry. I don't know about you. <laughs> guava tamale, that sounds interesting. I want to go right now. <laughs> now I am hungry for all of these, like, delicious seasonal holiday you know oh yeah yumminess i'm I'm definitely going back my pass is going to be blocked out for two weeks in a couple days so right before that we are heading back to the park so yeah i'm gonna try as 
try as much holiday treats as I can, especially the uh, the braised beef again. I'm going to try that braised short beef for it again. <laughs> yeah. Enjoyed it that much, Bob? Oh, yeah. It was good. Delish. <laughs> okay. So there's also some other holiday food information that you have for Disneyland, right? Yes, I do, in fact. Um, so, you know, Disney does have holiday food um, at certain places. I'm going to point out some of my favorites that I recommend that you try. The pumpkin creme brulee at Blue Bayou. Make sure you get reservations for Blue Bayou. It's always busy. Uh, candy cane beignets. You can get these at Cafe Orleans or the Mint Julep Bar. Uh, something that I'm definitely going to try when I go back. The pineapple upside down funnel cake at the Hungry Bear restaurant. Oh, I love pineapple and I love it when it's upside down on a cake even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and then add a funnel cake to that and you, yeah, something I'm definitely going to have to try. My, a friend of mine did try it. He said it was amazing. Uh, so, you know, I will have pictures of that when I try it. Uh, like I mentioned before, Rancho del Zocalo will have the tamale and enchilada plate back, which is always a favorite during this season. And over at Village House, the fennel sausage flatbread is one of the, I see a lot of people eating this online and bragging about it. So I'm, I'm not a big, you know, fennel sausage guy. I don't think I've ever had fennel sausage before. I've had, um, especially in a flatbread. So I know uh, the Village House has a lot of different flatbreads that you, flatbreads that you can go try out. So I'm going to try this one maybe. But definitely the upside down funnel cake and the tamale enchilada plate are two things that I will try or my wife will try because um, we're going to try to get our holiday eats in as much as we can. So, you know, when you go to the park, um, I'm believe we may have a story posted on dining at Disney. If not, we'll get one about all the holiday treats you can enjoy at Disneyland uh, until the holiday is up. I believe January 2nd is the last day they're celebrating Christmas at Disneyland. Crazy. Yeah. And it's going by so quick. It is. It's, it's, I just can't believe it's already around the corner already. I know. And you know, like, the, Oh my gosh, before you know it, it's going to be 2017. I know. I know. Oh, That's all we talk about, too, at, at work. We're just like, gosh, it, the year just went by so quickly, didn't it? And the, I think the older you get, the more you say that, even though a lot more, like, it just gets faster and faster every time. I want it to slow down. Eh. I need time to slow down. I need time to slow down when I have a lot to do or when oh, I'm yeah. having fun. And then I want time to be faster when I'm stuck working or doing something that's, boring. that's the opposite <laughs> for me when i'm when i'm working time is slow but when i'm having fun mm -hmm. like that one day at disneyland i felt like it just went by just like that like yeah I, I felt like i was there for only two hours but i was literally there from open to close and i walked 16 miles that day can you believe that <laughs> wow yeah because we walked back and forth from disneyland to uh dca and then back to disneyland then to dca again you know, now that now that I don't live there, you know, we try you should to have weighed yourself before you went in the after. Oh. I bet you lost like no, five pounds no. walking that much. The best thing I've heard is that I went to Disneyland and we walked all day and I gained weight. 
<laughs> like, yeah, because you can't help but eat stuff. You know, I mean, look at all the items that I ate. I ate at least eight items on that holiday uh, festival, or my me and my wife did. But not only that, we still had a lunch at uh, Carnation Cafe that day. You know, I had to, we had to have our baked potato soup and fried pickles. And Chef Oscar was there. Got to say hi to him once again. He's always there. And uh, what else did we? Have? I mean, there was so much food that we had that day. Uh, you know, I, no matter what I walked, it just went right back. So, <laughs> and I, I mean, I could stay on my feet all day That's at work. That's a lot. Could, yeah, That's a lot of walking 16 miles in the park. I think the most I've ever done, and it was in, a, like, I think it opened to close or, or near it, was uh, 12 miles. 12 miles? 12 miles. It's the most I've ever walked. And it was I when I feel- went, went with Natalie and, and her and her son. Um, so, of course, he walked 12 miles, too. Well, yeah, I don't know, because I have that step counter on my phone. So I don't know if it was all the time in the park, because I guess it starts, like, when you wake up to the time you fall asleep. So, you know, I, I walked a lot that day, and I felt it definitely the next two days afterwards. So, but, you know, it's all worth it. It's Disney. I love it. I'm going to I can keep walking. No matter where I am at the park, I can just walk back and forth. From Tower of Terror all the way to back to Splash Mountain, I could do that all day. Okay, so I have one other question. Have you ever mm-hmm. tried the candy cane pin- beignets? No, I have not. And, uh, I mean, I, I love candy canes. I love peppermint. My wife really wanted to try the ones before during the Halloween time. I believe they were the butterscotch beignets, but they did not have those anymore. So we were debating last time, you know, should we go try the candy canes? So we went to the mint julep bar and there was about like 30 people in line. So we're like, no, thank you. I think we'll wait. Yeah, because they sound they sound really interesting. They do. They sound really good. So I'm hoping maybe we'll get to the park early enough to where we can go by and try them or make a reservation to Cafe Orleans and try them there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yes. There are those two places right there. Just plan, book a, a, a dessert, dessert enjoyment. Oh, yeah, experience. you can book. We, we booked that Carnation Cafe and we weren't, we were going to, we knew we were just going to have soup and pickles. The fried pickles. So you don't. Yeah. You can book a reservation and not have a main entree. You could have, like I said, the candy cane beignets, or you know, or a drink. But it's hard to go to Cafe Orleans and not get the Monte Cristo. I know. <laughs> Very hard. I've been wanting one of those lately. Uh, Sounds so yummy right now. I'm, I'm gonna figure that one. We're going with uh, my in-laws and their family next week. So I'm hoping one of them would try it and I can just get a bite of theirs because I always brag about it to them. <laughs> yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I just want a little bit. See, just that's the one thing. That's the good thing about going with a lot of people is you can make multiple stops at different places. Go, oh, yeah. well, let's get dessert here. Let's do an appetizer here. Let's do you know, share a couple of entrees at this place. And mm-hmm. that way you get to try so much more food. Yes. And not like, be completely stuffed. Yeah, that's a good, that's a great point, right? There's a Disney tip for you right there. Go with a lot of people to eat a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is our show for this week. Um, 
next time we'll have some some news because we haven't done news in a while so i think we'll have to do a a news news segment we've been doing a lot of like reviewing and that kind of stuff so we'll reviewing and what ifs what would you do which are fun but yeah well you know the news is still kind of slow coming out from disneyland but you know we'll have some we'll have a couple stories when we uh, have our next uh meeting definitely yes well thank you so much for downloading the show we are part of the we beat geeks network and can be found on itunes streamed on stitcher as well as you can watch this on youtube just look for the dining at disney don't forget share with your friends sharing is caring subscribe to our feed and please give us a five-star rating and review Bubba and I would absolutely love to read your reviews if you're looking if you're looking for a way to help out the show you can do so by shopping our affiliate links and this is the perfect time of year because you're doing your holiday shopping so we've got the Disney store garden grocer Jelly Belly. We also have our ebooks as well. So you got the Epcot Dining Guide and the Food and Wine Festival Guide as well. You can pick up our friends' books as well. We've got Tony Castellanova's book from uh, Disney by the Numbers and Disney Parks Podcast, as well as John Donahue's book there. And he is also from the Disney Parks Podcast, but you may know him as WDW Park Hoppers. So. Uh, we're on Patreon, which you can find that on the website if you want to support us that way. And uh, Bubba, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, big underscore Bubba underscore B. Like I said, you can see all the food on Instagram that I had that I got to try. Put them in a little collage picture, and um, you know, posting uh, news on Twitter. Big underscore Bubba underscore B, which I do have a couple stories if you want to check them out. Yay. Uh, yeah. But we'll be talking about them next time we have them on our next show. And as far as Dining at Disney, you can find us at diningatdisney.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Periscope, and on YouTube. If you would like to send us an email, you have a, a show request you would like us to do. Maybe a, there's a certain top five you're interested in, uh, or you've got some dining questions. We always like listener questions, too. You yeah. can email us at podcast at diningatdisney.com. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, bon appetit. <laughs>